Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the AM Sisters podcast. You're here today with your hosts, Anna and Maria Setting, bringing your favorite twin talk of the week. And that's right, we're going to talk about being a twin. So our introduction was really on point today. Um, growing up, we heard a lot of questions regarding our twins, being a twin, and how does it feel, what is it like? And we wanted to kind of give some answers to those questions today because we were wondering, maybe you guys are also curious about that. So let us talk about the power and the wonders of being a twin. Of course, this conversation is really particular to our relationship. I think it can differ a lot depending on the, the people you're talking about because even though people can be twins, they can have a very different relationship with their with their siblings right me and my sister we have a very similar personality and taste and worldview so our relationship is pretty close especially nowadays but maybe other people they don't resonate so much but those are some of the i think funny things and also challenging things as being a twin uh, maybe we can start off talking about our childhood because it's the beginning of everything, <laughs> as always. So what do you think is the biggest difference of growing up as a child, having a twin sister um, in comparison to other kids? I think when you're a twin, it's more like you're a single person, like you were born alone, more than you have a brother or sister, the feeling, because it's like, that person was born exactly at the same time as you were. So you know that human being from the start. So you don't really know how is your life without that person or how, you know, if they were older or younger, there's no such thing. So it's kind of taken for granted. And most of the times they're treated as one as well. So just because you really look alike, people tend to always refer to the you know, the two of you at the same time, not only one person. So you grow up listening a lot like you and that person, the person in you, the twins and things like that. So your identity from the start begins to be in a passionate person. And that's very, very different from any other person that is not a twin, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. And I also feel like sometimes we are fake only children, fake only child, right? Because indeed people treated us like one and i think it influences our personality a lot when we're kids and also you know when kids are they are discovering that they are an individual and that they are not you know their environment their parents or whatever i think for us it was even more difficult because mm -hmm. it was not only with our caregivers but also with us between ourselves we didn't really know like who is one or who is the other. I guess even like our cousins were saying that when they said that's mine or that's yours, we didn't really understand because we shared everything. So there is no such thing as mine or yours. It's really just like, it belongs to all of us. So maybe for us, even when we were a little older, it was a little difficult to, I guess, have the same perception of things as the others. Um, I don't know, I think, especially with sharing, I guess many kids, they can be quite possessive with their things and, you know, and we weren't so much, I think. I think we weren't only amongst ourselves. So it's like, we always took care of each other 
for real. So no one could mask with the other. Even like when sharing food, you know, we watch those movies and see those brothers and sisters fighting for food. I want the bigger piece or whatever. That never happened to us. We were always like, take the bigger one, take the bigger one, feed her first, you know, that kind of thing. And it's always like caring for the other and not, it's just a different dynamic. But what you said about uh, the process of becoming yourself, really, it was much slower, I think. And also, I think this individuation process happened like separation from the mother very quickly, but the separation from the twin took a much longer time. And I think even like psychological studies about that, they're not that many, honestly. And I know every twin that I know, they had a different experience, but also a similar um, difficulty in becoming a part, you know. Sometimes it was because of comparison. So like outside people and forces, kind of impose on them that they were different. Um, but other times it was just like this low process of becoming yourself. Do you but do it's, you... a, it's a very Sorry. it's a very unique experience that twins have of feeling like you are one person. Not exactly like we share a body or you know not like that, but for example, if we would go out, we would feel that we were just one unity if we were just by ourselves. Like, there's just one person here. We wouldn't feel like there is interaction because we knew each other so much and we could even understand each other without talking much. So it really felt like we're going out alone, right? But if we had another person with us, it would feel like, oh, we have more people now. Or if yeah. just one of us was there, it would feel empty and strange and like, where is my sister? I, you know, like, I feel uncomfortable being alone. And it, it felt like this for a very long time. Like, really uncomfortable, I think. Not in high school. It was in high school that things started to shift. But, like, high school is pretty old, isn't it? For you to start feeling okay by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's really strange. But it's strange and it's good at the same time, I think. I, I think I my understanding of being a twin changed from being kind of a curse to being a blessing, how I see it. But yeah. But do you remember something funny to tell people about the twinning experience? I don't think we had many like funny experiences just because we were twins. You know, because we're not like identical twins and people knew we were sisters. So it was not like, oh, I could pretend I was you, you know, and do something. You know, it wouldn't happen. People would, would know it wasn't you. Although some people, they didn't recognize us, you know, our names, but they still would know that something was wrong <laughs> if I pretended to be you. And I guess from a young age, we had kind of different styles. So, oh, yeah, if you look at pictures, it's the funniest thing because uh, our parents, my mom usually, she used to dress us in the same way. And the most weird things you could find, like those baby clothes with ears, and we we're looking like more like a bear than a human, but Asian bear people. <laughs> because we had like very, very Asian features when we were young. And our hair was up, like literally up. Like we got a shock or something. But 
from the moment we started to deciding what we could wear, if you look at the picture, it's hilarious because my sister, she's always wearing like black and red and like very tough looking outside. <laughs> and I'm always pink. I have pink from head to toe. And it's like the most the bright pink and pink. Yes, bum bum on your head. Like here. A very <laughs> tall, funny <laughs> head. Yeah. Pretty funny. But I would say another thing that it's very different uh, among twins is that we create um, our identity based on comparisons as well. Because since we kind of knew each other as one for a long time or as very similar to one another, having the same experiences, everywhere we would go, everything we would do, we would be together. Then we start creating an, um, an identity based on what other people would say to us so even though we could be really good at something if somebody would emphasize one thing we would attach to that as our identity you know i am the one who is better at this or i'm the one who's not so good at this my sister is better at this but not because that was true but actually because that was what other people said at a certain time and we would believe it was true but actually i don't think it's it was you know I think that's a good example, like how until nowadays for everyone, this is a good advice for everyone. If you don't know yourself, you're going to believe in others, what they tell you are. So this inner search, this inner knowing is extremely important, whether you're a twin or if you're like a regular person, I suppose. I mean, knowing yourself is key because even if people attach you to labels and say you're better at this, you're bad at that you're this and that it doesn't matter because you know yourself and you know what you're capable of but when you're young like we were not even 10 years old even younger and from that age people start telling you what you are what you're not it can be pretty tough so i think like deconstructing all those things growing up works for everyone not just for twins yeah totally agree and i think that's one of the reasons why maybe we have a more like a bigger interest in thinking about identity and all because it was such a huge thing in our lives trying to figure out who we were you know and it's so interesting because sometimes siblings they don't really care about what each other think of you know like i don't we don't care about what my brother think of me but in our case we really cared about you know i really cared about your opinion about me and I think you did the same because I think for such a long time we were considered to be so similar with each other that I feel that if I did something that you would not agree it would also impact the way you would be feeling and the way you would be perceived so I think it was like a double pressure to be someone that is a good person or who is um, up to certain standards, you know, your standards and also mine. So I think we were also very judgmental, I feel, when we were yeah. younger. And that was really hard on ourselves. Like I was hard on you, you were hard on me, I was hard on myself, you were hard on yourself. So it was just a big mess. And I think that's why I say the blessing and a curse. Because when you grow up, like the older we got, and when we grew apart, especially literally living separate from each other, I think we became much closer. 
because we became more judgmental and we became more open and more accepting. And you didn't, I realized that that was an illusion and you didn't have those standards for me in any place. Actually, you had high standards for yourself. So I thought, so that kind of projected and the same for me. I had high standards for myself. So that made you feel that I also applied that to you. And I think that kind of created a barrier. And I think this thing that we're talking about is important for everyone because this works, for example, in your relationships, you know, like you and your partner is the same thing. But I feel like kind of keeping, getting this distance from each other allowed us to see us from a more human perspective and you as yourself. And we became more kind and accepting. And also I feel we became more close, like as closer as friends, because with friends you share your flaws and that's how you bind. You, you share the things you're not so good at. You share the things that sometimes you're a bit embarrassed of talking to others, you know, and that's what makes a friendship. Like, you know, you're close to someone. Um, but when you were close physically, the pressure to be perfect or the pressure to be up to someone's standards was so much that we thought we couldn't share everything. So I know probably I, I'm sure I didn't share a lot of things from my life. I know you didn't share from your life, especially like personal relationships. But now that I think that's a really good thing that happened, like how this transmuted and we're more open emotionally and in all ways possible. I think that's a good lesson for everyone, you know. Um, sometimes you just need some space. You just need some space to grow and to discover yourself, right? I guess if we, I mean, it's difficult to be apart from you, but we both know that it was a gift as well because it gave us a lot of space and opportunities to truly understand who we were without each other. But it's so funny because I think when we were closer physically, we thought we were different from each other. And now that we are apart and that we got to know so many different people around us and, you know, from different countries and different cultures and different ways of living, we feel so close now and we feel we are so similar to each other. You know, the way we think, the way we behave, um, our expectations to, you know, how things should be done or, or how, you know, the world could be in the future. We, we think very similarly, which I think is very funny, you know. I think it's like you can be walking in the same place, but like different people will look at different things. They'll pay attention to different things. But like you and I, we pay attention to the same thing. That's why we feel like we're, we have the same wavelength. Yeah. But also, not only that, but I think we understand the, the core or where we, we're coming from. It's the same place. So that's why we're so similar. You know, maybe things we do externally, they're different still, but we're coming from the same place. We have mm -hmm. the same moral values and you know so I guess those things that are like the foundations of who we are as people um is very similar so that's why yeah I think another blessing of having a twin is like you know you can trust that person 110 percent with no drop of doubt mm -hmm. yeah. 
I know some people have a really hard time opening up and trusting people. Like maybe they've been through something in their lives and they are really wary of others. But I think when you have a twin is like zero doubts and that's really a blessing. Yeah, it's very lucky, I think, to come, you know, with someone you you really love and someone you can count on all your life. Although we can disagree sometimes, but, you know, the foundation is really strong and we can always come with each other. And, I, yeah, like you said, some people, they don't really have this unconditional support. Mm -hmm. But our relationship is pretty funny in, the, in this point. I don't know if all the twins are like that, but we are so, like, we could sacrifice ourselves for each other because, I don't know, I feel like I... I don't know if I care so much about myself than I care for you. You know, maybe that's not so, such a good thing, but that's how it goes. <laughs> you know, if it was like a life and death situation, I would prefer to save your life than mine. You know? Yes, same for me. Yeah, you know, but I don't I wouldn't think, think I'll just jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. But I don't think um, all the twin relationships are like that. <laughs> I think because it's kind of a test, you know. Like I said, in the beginning, it was harder than it is now. And I think when that hard part, it like peaks, it can go two ways. It can go sour or it can go really good. Like you can become really close friends or you can become like really apart. Maybe because people stress so much what, are, what is different among you two. And it's like you cannot deal with each other anymore. And I've seen that happen to some people, which is really sad. Probably Even like know. normal brother and sister relations that can happen, you know. That's true. But it's quite sad because even in those relationships, it feels that what breaks them is mostly external factor. It's not really that they don't like each other or that, you know, it could not things could not be worked out between them, but mostly because of external things, you know, like what people think, um, the expectations, you know. But those things are internalized, so it becomes them, you know, they accept it as their identity, that part. Yeah, but I mean, it shouldn't be, right? Because I think we have to work towards, and you know, not identify ourselves with those things. And realizing that those are external things, that we are not that. Mm -hmm. And we come to a point that we maybe one day understand that we are all one, you know. It's like a very difficult thing, but the further we go on that road, I think the clearer it becomes that um, there is no such separation, you know. We should be more detached from those things. You know, I understand. I feel like that too. The only thing that brings me back and say that's going to be a long way is when I think about politics. You know, like, and then you see certain people that have power nowadays, and you're like, huh, it's going to be a long way until I become one with this. <laughs> but maybe we can play a little game. Like, because you know each other so well, like, try to tell something to people that 
about me that others might not know or might not perceive at first glance? Can I tell something people might not know or perceive about you at first glance? Oh, that's difficult. That's difficult. Yeah. You can start because I didn't get an idea what you were thinking. I think people don't perceive how soft-hearted you are at first glance. <laughs> because when you look like, uh, when you met my friends, I told you their first impression, you seem someone who really analyzes people, like you observe them. It's like very, you know, you're more quiet and you look at people, you pay attention in your surroundings. But I think people don't realize how soft you are. And like, you're the one who's going to say sorry first. You're going to be the one who's going to make peace and all that stuff. And yeah, that's that what I would say. I don't know why people think I'm tough, really. <laughs> Just because I observe. Yes. <laughs> people are uncomfortable with silence. I know. I know. I remain silent, right? <laughs> I know. This, the Venus in Scorpio. <laughs> Mercury in Capricorn. Yeah. It's quiet. It's quiet. Mars in Virgo. You know. Oh, well. Enough of horoscopes for now. Astrology and all. For you, in your case, what people don't know about you. Oh, you're an open book. People know everything. <laughs> the same, you know. Sometimes you can seem very, you know, confident and, you know, someone who knows what you're doing. And I think you do. You are all this. But people cannot see through that. Like, sometimes you also have those moments of um, being fragile and, and very, being very emotional and having anxiety and all those things. Oh yes, like That's normal. It's a normal part of life. We all we all trying to improve this part of our lives, I guess. Mm. So maybe that's something. Like if people yeah. meet you like just one time, they wouldn't know. But that's okay. You know, it's not that so difficult to get. I don't know. Yeah, people say that I look very calm to them. So they would never expect me to have anxiety or any of those things, which is like, yes, I do. <laughs> I struggle with that too. Mm. But I think most people, they don't show everything, you know? Mm. It's really difficult to get to know people. It takes a long time and a lot of, conversations and time spent together to really know someone so but I think depending on your energy depending on what kind of environment you provide for people when they're around you they can be more open quickly or they can be closed off you know because if you only keep talking about trivial things and you know of course no one's going to open up but if you give them the space what I know is that people can be very open about their lives very quickly. At least happened to me quite a few times. Yeah, because we all have psychologists written on our forehead. <laughs> Free therapies. Yes. 
So it happens. But I like it. I really like it. I mean, depends on the I mean, if people If people respect your boundaries, you know, I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we can think about our fi finishing thought on being twins. Mm. So what do you think is the misconception, maybe a misconception about being twins? That people have. Do you have any idea? A misconception. Mm. You can read each other's thoughts. No, I thought the same. No, we cannot read each other's mind. We don't have telepathy, but we can read each other's faces <laughs> really <Yes>. well. <laughs> yeah. really what is easy. another misconception? Another misconception, maybe that. I have another. Which one? That people say like, oh, you could have a boyfriend and you can share your boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. I think that's a really big misconception because mm -hmm. first you have different tastes and second, like, of course, the person you like is going to know who is who. If he doesn't, he doesn't deserve to be in the relationship <laughs> to begin with. But that's you really must cool. recognize. Hmm? That's more of a joke, right? No, some people, I think they're serious, like, But how does someone know you're, you're, you and not her, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. If you don't know who is who, excuse Can me, I don't even know to be a friend. <laughs> hmm? If you don't know who is who, excuse me, you don't even deserve to be a friend. Yeah, that's true. And another thing, it's my little theory. I don't know if it's true, but I've noticed from the twins that I know that the older uh -huh. one, They're usually smaller and they're usually, they have a rounder face like me. My sister is taller than me. She has a thinner face and she's younger than me. And I've noticed that all the twins that I know are the same. So you're kind of lucky if you're the young, the older, no, the younger one. Because you're a little nah, taller. I don't think you're lucky. I mean, if you want to be taller, I think it's nice to be taller. I want it to be taller. And I remember you bullying me while we were growing up. You would come to my side, look down and say, are you shrinking? No, I didn't say that. Did yes. I? Yes, yes, yes. I remember. I remember. But I remember you used to punch my knee, so. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bad fighter, my God. Huh? Such a bad fighter. You're going to pick up a fight with me and punch my knees. Your, your hands got hurt more than I do. Because I love you so much. I know. Love you too. <laughs> Even in age. And one thing that you think is real about twins that is not a misconception. Maybe that we are very similar indeed in terms of personality and in terms of taste. I think we are other. compared to other people. What about you? That we care about each other very much. <laughs> It's like, you know, those, those like romances, those books that talk about like lost twins and somehow they find each other, like destiny brings them together. I think that might be true, you know, because if you were born together for a reason, it's not just like random, you know. I think there is a mission behind that 
some help maybe it's like for your own development development of your parents or maybe it's like for you to, to build something an empire <laughs> you know and i think somehow you're gonna come back to each other even if you're you know pulled apart or something I it's just like you have this lifetime it's very very unique to you the way you were born the place you were born family you were born it might be very hard yes but it's unique and you all those things are going to shape into who you are and all those things are somehow a blessing even when they are in disguise so if i i was born as a twin in this lifetime so i shall enjoy it you know i don't know if i'll be blessed like this another in another life <laughs> so enjoy the partnership i suppose yeah i agree you're here for a good ride and people say that usually um you can find someone who is really similar to you somewhere in the world right yeah like the partner. so we don't have to worry about that because we already found the one right i don't think there's anyone more similar than you you know I Although so. I have a twin, throughout my life, people kept saying that I look like this person or that person as mom. I think it happened to you too. My face is very unique. <laughs> <laughs> There's just me who really look like you. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you can tell us apart, let us know. Of course they know, because they are listeners, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, right. you have your friends, right? <laughs> oh, well. well, let us know if you know more twins. I'm curious about it. If you notice that my, my little theory, I want to confirm it. Maybe you can say, yes, I always noticed. Or no, that's not true. Forget about it, you know. Please tell me. And if you enjoyed this, this episode, please leave us a like. Comment down below and share with your friends. And also leave us a review on the podcast if you're listening to us. Um, I hope you enjoyed this conversation and I hope you learned something new about being a twin <laughs> and hope to see you in the next episode. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for your time. See you next week. Bye-bye.